0: Christmas, everyone. Now, whether you celebrate this particular holiday or not, you cannot deny that it is a time every year, maybe except for this year and, for that matter, last year, when snow falling looked as though it was welcome. Again, just for today. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. And for Christmas Day, there are just so many compelling weather stories in history that we could not just tell. Only one. Regardless of overall impact, anything that gets in the way or makes this day more beautiful is amplified exponentially in its scope and reverence. Today are all stories that happened on December 25th. But sailing through the years, we start way back in 1776. This day in weather history. 1776. Snow on a Christmas Day is what everyone dreams and praise for and sing songs about but in 1776 a heavy snowstorm beat up and battered the US east coast from North Carolina to New York dumping a reported 2 feet or 60 centimeters of snow that happened from central Virginia to central Maryland in only 24 hours this storm is famous for the painting that depicts it you know it we've all seen it it's titled Washington Crossing the Delaware right you've seen this one They are a series of three paintings by German-American artist Immanuel Lutz, and he painted it in 1851. These paintings were to commemorate General George Washington's crossing of the Delaware River with the Continental Army on the night of December 25th through 26th in the year 1776 during the American Revolutionary War during this storm. All right, we're going to stay in 1776, believe it or not. Thomas Jefferson, remember our June 29th episode of this podcast? It was then in 1826 when Thomas Jefferson would make his final weather log entry. He was quite possibly our first meteorologist, or at the very least, our first weather nerd. But on December 20th of 1776, Thomas Jefferson noted in those logs that he kept that the first winter snow of that season had indeed fallen. The snow would not last. It was too little and it quickly disappeared. But that wasn't the end of it on Christmas Day. The temperatures dropped to 30 degrees fahrenheit or minus one accompanied by 22 inches that's almost two feet of snow no confirmation of this but it is believed jefferson then took his dt snow racer out to get some cool tobogganing runs in 1836 if you know minnesota minnesota knows snow and cold after all it's why they moved the twins baseball club from a domed stadium to an outdoor park or... Wait a minute, that's not exactly how that was supposed to go. What were they even thinking? Anyway, back in 1836, from December 24th through the 25th, Fort Snelling, Minnesota, experienced an intense cold snap that saw the temperature freefall 40 degrees Fahrenheit in only 10 hours, landing at a painfully miserable minus 28 Fahrenheit that equates to about minus 33 Celsius, that was by the time the kids got up to open presents from Father Christmas. They didn't have Santa Claus at that point yet. We'd need Coca-Cola for that, and they wouldn't come into being until 1892. True story. Look it up. 1914. The First World War had been raging on for only four months, and already it was bitter and bloody and inhumane. And I've done podcasts on World War I as well. The fact that we were now knee-deep into winter and knee-deep into the snow in many places did not help at all. The weather that December was cold and wet. Soldiers were already scarred from their first taste of war at this level, and now they were dreading having to spend Christmas away from home. Then a Christmas miracle! On December 24th, Christmas Eve, soldiers from both sides put down their weapons. They stepped out of their trenches, and in a surreal moment of peace enemy would meet enemy between the trenches. Because it was not an official, quote, truce, this pause in the fighting was not observed everywhere. But still, there were many truces along the western front that Christmas. We're going to fast forward all the way out to 1969. A major snowstorm struck the mid-Atlantic of the U.S. and carved up the northeast. Montpellier, Vermont, recorded 39 inches. One hundred centimeters of snow almost 30 inches or 76 centimeters fell in burlington vermont which was a single storm record for the state 1974 cyclone tracy may not have been a particularly massive tropical storm but it was sure powerful enough to devastate the city of darwin north territory australia from christmas eve to boxing day that year it whipped up a frenzy and caused extensive damage Is there good news? There's good news. The outer gale force bands of wind that circulate the center of this cyclone did not reach much else other than what was in its direct path. Tracy was recognized as the smallest tropical cyclone ever on record. That would be dropped to second smallest in the year 2008 thanks to the teeny tiny tropical storm known as Marco. 1983. This would go down in the history books as the coldest Christmas day of the modern history for the central and eastern US, and it was widespread. More than 125 cities reported individual record low temperatures for the date, with 34 of them recording all-time records for the month of December. Try this on for size. In Huntsville, Alabama, the temperature plunged to minus one. That's minus 18 Celsius. And in Galveston, Texas, they dropped to a steer-shocking 14 degrees Fahrenheit, or minus 10 degrees Celsius. 1988. Las Vegas, Nevada reported snow on the ground for the very first time. And then, in 1989, we had a white Christmas in Florida. One to three inches, that's between three and eight centimeters of snow, fell in the panhandle with Tallahassee, picking up a trace of snow as well. This was the first time that had ever occurred on Christmas Day. It was the first time ever Northeast Florida had experienced their first white Christmas on record. You can imagine a pandemonium. Airports and interstate highways were closed until the snow melted because they simply don't have snow plows, obviously. Snow and ice pellets were reported as far as south as Sarasota and Melbourne, Florida. And the Sunshine State also dropped to a brand new record morning low on the Christmas morning. While kids in Jacksonville were scrambling for what they could find with their name on it under the tree, mom and dad were stoking a fire or reading about what a furnace is because it was minus 5 degrees out. That's minus 20 Celsius. 1998, the Christmas ice storm. This was another major ice storm that year. This one struck Central and Southeast Virginia beginning on December 23rd and lasted to the 25th Christmas Day. Ice accretion totals of up to an inch or three centimeters brought down trees and power lines. On the 24th there were some 400,000 customers without power. Some are actually still without lights or heat in the winter for up to 10 days. 2001. You knew that this had to be here I cannot do a story like this and not include snow in Buffalo. This happened Christmas Day of 01. Buffalo, New York, got absolutely clobbered by 25 and a half inches. That's about 63 centimeters of snow in one day. It stood as the city's third greatest 24-hour snowfall on record. I say stood, using the past tense for a reason. Yeah, this record was beaten only two days later. That is so Buffalo, right? 2002. For this we're staying in the state of new york and they called it the whiteout christmas on this day in weather history more than two feet of snow fell in parts of new york this powerful storm rose up out of the plains and then as it moved out over the atlantic it snagged up more moisture and new life as a nor'easter off the jersey coast for albany new york it was the first snowy december 25th since 1985 it didn't wiped out that 1978 record by more than half a foot or by 15 centimeters cleveland ohio would break its 1944 christmas record of almost six inches or 15 centimeters when they got clocked by over 10 inches of snow that's 25 centimeters even manhattan had its first significant snowfall for december 25th since 1969 when five inches that's about 13 centimeters of snow was reported in the famous Central Park. 2004 We're going back to the Lone Star State for this one in Victoria, Texas. Excited kids and weary parents came downstairs to see what Santa Claus had left for them when, to their wondering eyes should appear, but their first white Christmas in 86 years. Can you imagine the euphoria of children when in South Texas they got blanketed by a rare 13 inches or 33 centimeters of snow accumulation? but they were not alone in their muted astonishment. In the big easy, New Orleans, Louisiana, they too were gobsmacked at snow falling throughout Christmas day. The first Christmas snow in half a century and the first snowfall in 15 years in the city of New Orleans. And finally, just going back to 2014 for this one, there were record breaking temperatures in Atlanta, Canada, but opposite to what we just heard about in states like Texas, Louisiana, and Florida, you know, where we go for winter vacation. It was in 2001 when it felt more like spring than Christmas Day in the Atlantic provinces as temperature records were shattered while heavy rain pounded the region. It's of course not unusual to have warm temperatures on Christmas, but it was record-breakingly beautiful in portions of our three maritime provinces this day in weather history. Tomorrow is December the 26th. I invite you to take a few minutes with me. Hey, look back to the year 1947 at the tennis event that no one wanted to miss. The marquee outside New York's Madison Square Garden presented in big bright lights. Pro, tennis, tonight, Riggs versus Kramer. But the snow had totally throttled all transportation lines. And you can find out exactly what happened tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. See you tomorrow.